welcome back to Star Wars Escape Pod and our 11th episode of Lightspeed. Bringing you Star Wars news and headlines in under 15 minutes. For those short commutes, prepping food in your kitchen, those runs, those walks with the dog. Don't forget to bring those baggies. You know what I'm talking about. Our last Lightspeed episode focused in on the Chinese High Republic-based novel, The Vow of Silver Dawn. If you're curious about that, check it out. Lightspeed episode number 10. But I wanted to take a moment and talk about Star Wars Rangers of the New Republic, the Disney Plus show that was originally announced December 10th last year in 2020, has now been taken off the roster and is no longer in active development. I've seen the word canceled floating around online. All of these all these are from various news sources, none of them coming from StarWars.com. We'll have to wait later this week until the Star Wars weekly show on YouTube for them to possibly acknowledge what this is all about, or even the week after. Uh, it might be a while before we actually hear an official Lucasfilm press release about you know why this is. I have a couple speculations as to why this is, though. Uh, so... Obviously, if you've been seeing anything on on the Twitter, Instagram, whatever else, uh, you'll know that the character of Cara Dune will no longer be returning to the Star Wars franchise. And I think that is a possibility as to why the show was canceled. I have a good feeling that she would have been a primary member of the cast uh, of, of characters. And, you know, it's likely they didn't want to recast the character. I know I heard some rumors about that character being replaced with a fan favorite character, Hera Syndulla from Star Wars Rebels, and also made an appearance in Star Wars Squadrons. There was a likely connection there. I don't know if that was just a rumor, if it was all fake news, or if it was just fan casting wanting to happen. But there was some headlines about that not that long ago, and now the show's canceled. So what's actually going on, right? Um, and, you know, two things I just want to say about this show. One is uh, it was a part of the four shows that would have led to a cinematic conclusion. As, as uh, according to Kathleen Kennedy in December, the Book of Boba Fett, Mandalorian Season 3, Ahsoka, and the Rangers of the New Republic would have fed into a single show or cinematic movie uh, that would have tied those shows together as a uh, conclusion, as a finale, right? Which uh, very similar to Marvel's Defenders on Netflix for Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Daredevil, etc. Could have been very similar to that, right? And uh, out of the four shows, Rangers of the New Republic was easily, easily the weakest show title out of the four shows. I mean, Ahsoka's a fan favorite character. Boba Fett's a fan favorite character. Been around for ages. And uh, the last one being The Mandalorian, there's no way they're going to pull season three. You know, like out of the four shows, like New Republic was easily the most droppable show that they could drop. So the question is, why did they drop it if it wasn't for the loss of a cast member? My idea is that rewrites have happened on those shows, Ahsoka, maybe, and Boba Fett or... Mandalorian season three. Well, maybe they take a look at all these shows and all these scripts and all this production and they, they thought, hey, to tell this cinematic conclusion, do we really need Rangers of the New Republic? It's an expense. It might not be a fan favorite. Maybe it doesn't entail needing 
Rangers of the New Republic. Maybe the story just doesn't need to be told just yet. It's, it's possible that they're just waiting for the right time to put this show out. I mean, it's likely that this show could also come back. Or maybe it's all just too much. I mean, we got not only now the three shows that'll still be wrapping up in a conclusion, but we've got The Bad Batch right now on Disney+. Plus. We've got Andor and Kenobi being shot right this instant. And not, that's not even uh, the end of the list. I mean, we still have the uh, Star Wars anime project called Star Wars Visions. And Star Wars, the High Republic show, The Acolyte, coming out later in, what is it, 2023, 2024, something like that. I mean, there's so much stuff coming out from Star Wars. That's not even mentioning the films that they've announced, you know, Rogue Squadrons or whatever. It's it's like there's so much stuff. And, and it makes me wonder, it's like out of all those titles, if they could just drop one, you know, what would it be? If it wasn't, you know... The, obviously, it, like uh, I would love to know what you guys think about that. Which title would you drop if you were given the, the the whole bunch of them, and were given a reason? Okay, these ones over here are tying towards a conclusion there. These ones over here are building that story there. Like, which ones would you drop? Right? I would love to know. Uh, is this something that you're fond of? Is this something that you're not fond of? Uh, obviously, I was looking forward to this show as well. Uh, it kind of bums me out we're not getting this show, but at the same time, I'm not torn up about it. Like. I had no attachments to the Rangers of the New Republic. I am curious as to how they're going to deal with uh, Cara Dune's character, whether they're going to mention the character in the future uh, shows, being Mando season three or whatever. Um, I'm a bit curious about that. Is it true that they were looking into Hera as a replacement character on that show? Uh, is that true? Is that false? Uh, it, you know, there, there's a lot of good things that can come out of uh, not having a relevant show. I mean, look at Iron Fist. And Iron Fist was one of those shows, but it was easily the weakest link out of all of the Defenders, right? So maybe Rangers of the New Republic was just not shaping up. And they looked at the scripts and they were like, hey, this show's not working out. We haven't really done much on it yet. Let's just pull it while we can so that we don't make something that Star Wars fans won't enjoy, right? Hard to believe, but also not hard to believe at the same time. So, I mean, you know, let us know. I would love to know your guys' thoughts on this. Uh, send us an email, voicemail, Twitter, Instagram, Discord, or a voicemail, all of which are in the description of this podcast below. We've got lots more news to cover today, so let's just talk very quickly about uh, the comic books before we wrap up this, uh, today's episode. War of the Bounty Hunters, the Marvel comic series, has been uh, very busy. Uh, they've been coming out with the issues almost on a weekly basis, whether it be from Dr. Aphra, Darth Vader, the Bounty Hunter series, the Star Wars series, uh, the Darth Vader series. I don't know if I, uh, maybe I said that one already. Uh, there, there's a whole bunch of these War of the Bounty Hunters comics coming out. If you walk through any comic book store right now, you're going to see two big titles. You're going to see The High Republic and you're going to see War of the Bounty Hunters. It's a big crossover event right now going on with War of the Bounty Hunters. All these series that they've been ongoing with have now hit this big, huge vortex, sucked into one story and every issue kind of going forward on a Wednesday release is going to be the next chapter in this interwoven story. And it's the biggest interwoven narrative that I think they've done in the Marvel comics ever since reacquiring the Star Wars license, which uh, is when Disney bought the company. I mean, we've seen crossover events before with the likes of uh, Vader Down and the Screaming Citadel. Uh, but we've never had anything quite like this before, where it's going to be going for months on end, all the way up until October, in fact. So that's a long time. 
We also have a couple books coming out very soon from the High Republic. Out of the Shadows, of course, comes out in July 27th. We also have Cavan Scott's The Rising Storm High Republic novel coming out June 29th, which is a, I, th I believe that is the direct sequel to Light of the Jedi, if, you, if any of you guys read that. If anyone's into expanded universe material, we have three books dropping June 15th, which are republished and uh, redistributed covers for the books Shatterpoint, Darth Bane, Path of Destruction, as well as Heir to the Empire. Beautiful new artwork on the face of these novels. I mean, uh, these are fan favorite novels that have been chosen to be republished for a reason. And, uh, you know, good reason being uh, they're fan favorite novels. So, I mean, you know, if you're if you're into any of those, uh, perhaps you're going to be whipping by the bookstore on June 15th to pick up your copy. Uh, they're uh, some of the most respected books in the expanded universe. The, uh, the legends, uh, you know, I like to think of it as an alternate timeline. Uh, so, I mean, you know, however you like, uh, however you like to consume your Legends material, uh, those are getting a republish uh, very soon, right around the corner. I'd like to bring up the Darth Vader comic series for a moment. There is, uh, obviously I just talked about the giant crossover event happening called the War of the Bounty Hunters, but there's uh, three Star Wars uh, Darth Vader comic book series that are worth talking about worth mentioning because they are absolutely worth your time, all right? There's the first one, uh, which you should read chronologically, Darth Vader, Dark Lord of the Sith. It ties into the Vader Immortal VR games as well as Star Wars Rebels and Jedi Fallen Order and uh, the hyper-reality experience, Secrets of the Empire. It's, it's the pinnacle of what is to be uh, an early, early adaption of uh, Vader in the suit right after the events of episode three. It introduces the Inquisitors into the story, uh, Vader's castle, the construction of that project, and uh, his early search for a way to save Padme from death. It is an amazing story and it's four volumes large. If you've seen the Dark Lord, the Dark Lord of the Sith comic books at your bookstore, uh, I would definitely pick them up, give them a go because there are some of the best comic books in the Star Wars canon. The second Darth Vader series is from 2015, I believe, also four volumes large, takes place right after episode four, between episode four and five. It's all about Vader's quest to hunt down Luke Skywalker, this rumored pilot who destroyed the Death Star, uh, and uh, he is unaware of the fact that he's his son, and tells the story as to how he discovers that Luke is his son. Uh, and what his last name actually is. So also a very cool cool story and uh, introduces a little drama into the relationship between him and Palpatine. You know, the edgy relationship, the, the faulty one that we see in episode six when, uh, you know, Palpatine wants to replace Vader and all that stuff. So a pretty crazy story there. The third series is the ongoing one right now, the Darth Vader series. It's also called Star Wars Darth Vader. I have no idea why they didn't give it another subtitle, but you know, it is what it is. It takes place between episode five and six this time. And so far the issues have been very interesting. The first volume in itself covers the events that actually happen right after episode five, they flash back to the moment where Luke turns down the dark side, Vader's offer for him to rule the galaxy as father and son. And it follows that event and angers Vader greatly that, that his own son would turn his offer down. So he goes on a hunt for anyone who had a hand in Luke's upbringing. And that leads him directly to the Lars homestead and uh, even further leads him into the presence 
of Sab or Sabe, uh, the uh, the Queen's Shadow. You know, Padme's bodyguard, Kira Knightley, the one that looks just like her in the Phantom Menace. So it's a very interesting story there. He comes face to face with the Amidalans, you know, Padme's servants calling themselves uh, the Amidalans after her death and everything, uh, who seek revenge for her death. And they suspect that it's Vader, but they have no idea that Vader's actually Anakin. And uh, they also are devoted to avenging Anakin's death as well, because they believe that Anakin is also dead. So it's a very interesting story. It also leads Vader on a, a, well, a bit of an adventure to Exegol, where he discovers the Emperor's evil plans there, which, of course, as we know, come to conclusion in Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker. So lots of cool stuff happening with the Darth Vader comics. If you read absolutely no comics at all, I guarantee if you like Darth Vader, you're going to enjoy these stories. There are some of the best writers, some of the best artists work on the Darth Vader comics, and they're the pinnacle of any Star Wars comic book title. So if you've never picked up a comic book before, if you've never picked up a Star Wars comic book before, I mean, these Darth Vader ones are as good as it gets. And I, I seriously recommend them with my whole heart. I mean, there's not a single Darth Vader comic I've read that has ever been less than par. I mean, they have been absolutely amazing. So Lots of new content coming on the podcast. Keep an eye open for more episodes featuring reviews of The Bad Batch. We got our after show shortly after that. Lots of what happened episodes with what happened characters from Mandalorian, Star Wars, Clone Wars, all that stuff. Have an awesome week, guys. Feel free to rate, subscribe, share the show, and may the force be with you.